Hi, my name is PK from Almost Inevitable Design, and this is a $2.4 million podcast where we talk about web design, web development, and WordPress. Just a heads up, I might be using a bit of profanity at times, which is why I checked on the explicit tag. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you left me a good rating on iTunes and Spotify. And if you have any questions, feel free to come down to almostinevitable.com and leave me a comment. Also, if you have any friends who need to hear this shit, go ahead, recommend it, and share it. Okay, welcome back. Um, today is episode 036, and I've sort of, because of so many shifts in work schedules and um, timings and everything, um, and also because due to the amount of work that is on my plate, um, I sort of ended up recording this uh, on Wednesday evenings when it's supposed uh, Wednesday over here in Australia. Wednesday evenings as opposed to Monday evenings and I would normally record on Monday evening and then um, edit on Tuesday evening and then have it ready to publish on Wednesday morning and then publish it Wednesday morning so uh, people other well people who are behind in time zone wise time zone wise and pretty much everywhere except for Polynesia is behind Australia um, time zone wise uh, they would get it sort of, you know, like Tuesday evening or early Wednesday morning or whatever, something like that, right? Um, I am now recording this, like pretty much publishing it, I guess, like 12 hours later than what I used to. But anyways, why am I saying this? Because um, I'm just, just sort of, I guess, apologizing for the shift in schedule for me. Uh, so let's get to uh, today's topic. So the title is Train of Consequences. It is a Megadeth song. Ha <laughs> ha, Megadeth. All right, so Megadeth, they have, well, my favorite Megadeth album. And if you are a hardcore Megadeth uh, um, fan or if you like Megadeth more than I do, that which which is possible because Megadeth is not my number one band, unfortunately. Um, then you might not agree when I say that Euthanasia is my favorite album because I'm pretty sure a lot of people would say like it should be Rust in Peace or you know stuff like that. But um, you know I I'm fine. <laughs> you know. Like, or it should be peace cells or you know, countdown. Like, yeah, okay. But for me, euthanasia, I like that the most. Because it came out in 1994. And um, I'm actually fine. I'm, I actually enjoyed Dystopia and Super Collider as well. Some people seem to really hate Super Collider, but I'm fine. I'm fine. It sounds good. I'm fine. Um, but yeah, like, you know how some music resonates with you and just um, stays with you when you're a teenager. Yeah, like I was, what, seventh grade? No, that's not seventh grade, that was 10th grade. I was in 10th grade when 19, uh, when um, Euthanasia came out in 1994 and um, I bought it as soon as it came out and I, I really enjoyed it. That was my first Megadeth album, so I liked it a lot and of course, one of their best songs, uh, Tulemon is on it. Tulemon, is that how you said? It's a French song. It's about suicide. So, not French song. It's a French titled. Title is in French. I, yeah, I don't know what it means. <laughs> I should. I don't care. It doesn't matter. A tout le monde. That's, I don't know. Just saying it in like that kind of um, um, different inflection doesn't make it any French. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nobody cares about how I pronounce it. Uh, anyways, yeah, I love Euthanasia. And Train of Consequences, I think, would be a great title for today's episode, which is about fucking Wix. <laughs> All right, strap yourselves in, boys and girls. We're going to talk about Wix. Okay, so why is it titled Train of Consequences when we're going to be talking about Wix? Shouldn't it be about, shouldn't it be titled something like a, a mess 
or like how do you get something to a clusterfuck type thing shouldn't it be titled clusterfuck you know well dumpster fire well the reason now of course we all know that wix is pretty stupid and ugly that i'm sure almost every sane designer or developer would agree with right and if you don't then seriously you gotta you gotta really seriously you sh shit <laughs> come on makes no sense so um about now the thing is like how would we as the web design and web development web developing community uh, be able to help uh, the Wix prisoners, right? So I think it is a lot of the Wix, not, not, not all, but a lot of the Wix users um, have a very certain, let's see, a certain uh, way of arriving at Wix. All right, now this is not, I'm not by any means saying this is how all Wix users are um, because there are a lot of different kinds of peoples, right? T types of people, right? But this is what I've noticed recently about a certain group of people. And once you get, once we get through all this, you'll probably understand why that happens. And I'm going to go with solutions just so I'm not knocking on them or knocking on Wix, which is totally, I think is valid, but still just trying to be a little bit fair and um, at least provide constructive criticism? No, provide, provide a solution, uh, a, an alternative to what I am criticizing, okay? So let's get to fucking Wix. Um, the group that I'm gonna start with, that I'm gonna talk about in this case, I mean, there, like I said, there's lots of other Wix users, lots of different types. Um, I've, I've seen quite a few Wix websites because inadvertently I end up going to a certain website and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I had to inspect it and of course it's fucking Wix or it says Wix on the footer. And I'm like, oh, fuck you, man. Right, so the type of people that I'm gonna go with right now are creative people, all right? Now, what I mean, what do I mean by creative people? I mean, uh, the professions where it's it, the lines are blurred between hobby and actual profession and there are a lot of hobbyists of that profession and they are the help the, the majority all right like for example sorry it just fell off all right yeah like for example um magicians i i do magic i've done magic for a long time and not too bad at it either but there and I, I do it professionally as well but there are a lot of hobby magicians out there and usually it's a passion all right like if you and, and i'm going to go into other sections that are pretty similar so other uh types of hobby professions that are similar, okay? So it starts off with like an interest, becomes a passion, uh, becomes a form of expression. And once you get into that, you there's a point in that hobby where you dream of a, a, a point where a, you dream of a, a situation where you can actually uh, support yourself with that profession like oh i mean like if i become a full-time magician and i can sustain myself or, or my family with that that would be great that'd be living the dream that kind of that kind of thing going on now those types of professions those types of hobbyist slash professions okay end up in wix does that make sense have you thought about that it really does if you think about it carefully Think about dancers, dancing, yep, dancing is a passion, and you end up wanting 
some people will have that fleeting moment, whether it's fleeting or not, I don't know, but they will, some people who are passionate about dancing will, might want that to be their profession, right? Although it starts off as a hobby, it's something that they love, uh, it, it's not, it doesn't always pay well is another thing, all right? Here's another one. Artists, painters, you know? Not like, well, yeah, I guess, yeah. Like painting, oil painting, watercolors, like, uh, you know, artists, caricatures, for example. Like, the caricatures are like the more commercial types of artists, but still, you know, artists. A lot of artists, uh, there's a lot of hobbyists, um, and and they end up, they, they're like, oh, this would be great if this I could sell, you know? And there's that point in, in, in your hobby passion that that becomes a thing in your mind, you know? Um, what else is there? Like, not just, not just like painters, but I don't know, uh, clay pottery people. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> pottery people. <laughs> pottery people. Uh, yeah. Like those kind of, those kind of professions. They are creative professions to be technical. They are creative because they, uh, come up with, they make things, right? Uh, whatever kind of art it is. Uh, oh yeah, like buskers as well. Like people who, like jugglers. Some of them have a passion for juggling. Like, um, although you know, like jugglers or balloon artists, they it's a lot easier for them to be way more um, commercial. But still, it's it's not exactly the same. Balloon artists, same as like magicians, because you don't get to see too many hobbyists. But still, similar, right? You start off really small, and you try to try to grow your your professional business, which was a hobby, okay? That is the scenario we're talking about. Now, those types of people, simply put, like I'll just put them all in one, magicians, dancers, and artists, okay? that's That makes it easy, all right? They need a website, right? Like I said, they have a moment where they think, you know what, it would be great if I can make some money off of this, I'm passionate about this hobby, and if you, uh, do something that you love, you never work a day in your life, right? So they think that. What do they need? They need a website, right? Do they have the money to fund a website, a professionally designed website, or a professionally designed logo? No. No, they fucking don't. No, they don't. So what do they do? They go on to Google and they search how to make a website. <laughs> Nobody says like how to get a professionally designed website, you know, how to do a DIY professional website. They don't do that. They're like, how to make a website or <laughs> how, do I get, how do I start a website, you know, it's DIY website, like sometimes YouTube, like watch the three hour videos on how to make a website, you know. Nobody starts with code. Nobody starts by learning design. They go straight into it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Have you ever seen, uh, um, I don't know, like a hobbyist or someone who wants to make their own uh, website for their hobby and they're like, oh, I need to make a website. I should start learning design principles and I should start learning how to code. Whoa, what is this? What kind of code should I start learning? You know, like, have you ever seen anybody do that? No, they don't. They don't start by learning design or development to make a website. They make a website, right? So what's the best way of doing that? And Wix has the first to market advantage and Wix also seems like it caters to more types of people uh, and even when watching like uh, tutorials or whatever Wix looks easier because it's more drag and drop anywhere rather than drag and drop templated modules all right Squarespace is I think more templated modules and although, although 
all those people on YouTube, those YouTube create, channel creators, they get so much sponsoring from Squarespace. I have yet to see a Wix ad, you know? Like, if you watch a, if you watch a YouTube channel, like I watch a lot of um, digital illustration because I, I like digital illustration. I like drawing uh, digitally most of the times. Uh, I'm still, I'm working on an acrylic paint, painting, canvas painting at the moment, but um, I do most of my um, drawing artwork on 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 in, di on in the digital space. So I watch a lot of um, digital illustration videos um, and uh, illustrator people. What else do I watch? Like cartoon drawing people, and they a lot of them get sponsored by either Skillshare or um, Paperlike, which is for a lot of iPad covers. And this is not an ad because they're not fucking paying me. So yeah. Um, or Squarespace. Squarespace is the, is the most common. They get so much sponsored content from Squarespace. And I think Squarespace is doing that because they are trying to approach the creative professionals, not the hobby, creative hobbies, creative hobby turned professionals, but actual creative professionals, you know? Um, like... Like I said, illustrators, designers, people who need portfolios, a lot of them are on Squarespace. And Squarespace, I think, caters to them really well with their really clean templates and minimalist approach. Wix, on the other hand, is free range. It's just like, do whatever the fuck you want to do and just, we'll, we'll take care of the technical stuff, you know? And you come up with like the world's worst pieces of shit websites, the dumpster fire fucking shithead asshole motherfucked websites like those fucking shit websites it's all wix <laughs> it's all wix all the shit websites is wix i've seen in my life one wix website that isn't that doesn't look like shit and that was from a friend who is a graphic designer and he put up some JPEGs and a small block of text in, in a hero and, and, and then a hero image and that was it as soon as you start resizing the browser because Wix has one fucking breakpoint it just broke it just broke it, I didn't like it but it didn't look as bad as the other Wix websites on initial load. That was the one website, and it had one one other page. It was a two-page website, and it didn't look that bad. Besides that, I've never seen a Wix website that looked good. Seriously, never seen a Wix website that looked good. Um, and I've, I've actually had a client on Wix as well. So, anyways. Uh, yeah, so that's what happens. And then they end up with that shit website, right? Now, let's assume, now out of those, let's say, let's say we have a thousand people who start their hobbies and try to put their hobbies online and try to get hired with it or start, make up a business card and then start trying to expand a, a hobby business, right? What happens then? They promote their website, some people, come to their website, they, they get like two visits a week and they're stoked by that. And then they're like, oh, I need to get more SEO, you know, because they heard about SEO. And then they're like, oh, what do I do? And then I've had multiple people try to hire me to optimize their website's SEO. And I checked their website and I saw Wix and I said, no, I'm not doing SEO for your fuck ass website. So I just flat out turned that down. I am not working with Wix ever again. I've been paid to work with Wix once, never ever again. Never again. Uh so yeah. They it's they end up with that and then they're like they need to try to keep editing it, right? Now, the thing is 
for those people, the low cost, like the monthly charge, that's fine. The low cost of being able to put up a website is very attractive to them because like as you know, those professions, you don't, ha you don't have a lot of capital to start with, all right? And then you go into, then you have a website and you get used to that ecosystem, that shit face, dumpster fire, drag and drop builder, that, that clusterfuck piece of shit that they put in the browser. That is actually, uh, that grows on them, right? So then, of course, if you're a hobbyist or even if you are a professional as a, in that hobby category, then you're gonna you're gonna uh, what is it recommend that to your friends like a magician is like oh I like Wix you can use you should use Wix like if they if you have a like a professional magician helping like other amateur magicians and, and like they're like oh I want to start getting doing gigs I want to start doing shows I'm like oh yeah you should get online use Wix I I I my website is on Wix I made that puppy like that. Not puppy. I made that sucker like that just like in a few days. It's great. You can just do it yourself. So that happens. All right. And now they're stuck on Wix. So that's why this episode is called Train of Consequences. Because it is a clusterfuck. It. Now. It's, it's, it's just really fucking stupid, isn't it? It is so fucking stupid. Now, like I keep saying, people who want to start a website, they don't start by learning how a professionally made website should be made. That's not what they learn. They learn to dive into it just like that. They learn to sign up for a service where you can buy the domain and the hosting and the builder and put it online in a day that that's what they that's what they find out and then that's what they do you know so instant gratification regardless of how shitty it is works for them all right so solutions let's think about some solutions I think now we have to think about where to cut them off because as you know as, as we as I've mentioned um, the main driving factor is the lack of money all right uh, I've never well because I've been doing web design development web development um, a little less than magic but when I started Magic, the internet just didn't exist back then. So, <laughs> yeah, you're going to do Magic first, right? But um, when I started getting paid for Magic, that was like 2003, um, I, did, I had a website. I've always had websites. Like any hobby that I've had, I've had a website. So I know what it's like to do that, right? And it's just gotten so much easier. I started WordPress because WordPress back then with just a page of text or uh, whatever, like, you know, that was one of the easiest ways of, of making a website. Like those prepackaged uh, CMSs like what Joomla, Drupal, uh, SMF. SMF is a forum. I had a forum that I managed, a magic forum. Got quite a few people on it, but yeah, anyways. Um, SMF, PHBB is another type of forum, and WordPress. WordPress was also another option. I used WordPress quite a bit, right? So, and then now I'm just like all WordPress. Um, so, I, I've I've taken, I've been down that road, so I know the, the kind of thinking that happens. But right now, in this day and age, Google helps people arrive at Wix, <laughs> you know? So that's why the people end up uh, on, on the world's worst websites, right? So 
we need to think about where to cut them off, right? Now, as a solution, I do not think that they would almost ever pay full price for a properly designed website, all right? A professionally made website, I don't think that they would pay for that, all right? Um, simply put, for example, uh, just in simple terms, Wix costs, let's, oh, I need to go to fucking Wix.com. All right, Wix.com. How much is their shit? Create a website you are proud of. See, it just panders, just fucking panders to people who want to do it themselves. It is, these guys are just, oh, anyways, I hate these motherfuckers. Uh, let's see, subscriptions. All right, let's go to subscriptions, see how much they fucking cost. Why do you have to... Why does it open a new tab? The fuck? Motherfuckers. All right, so Wix premium plans. Let's see. Combo for personal use starts two gigabyte bandwidth. What? Now people are going to be like, what's a bandwidth? Nobody is going to be using two gigabytes bandwidth at those, at that level. Like, like I said, like five people checking out the website a week, you know? <laughs> All right, so that's... 10 US dollars a month. That would be what, $15 a month here. That pays for, and that's the lowest tier. That pays for um, mid-tier of the hosting company that I use. That's pretty good hosting. So if you can do WordPress, you can, you can be, uh, you know, it's better than going with the cheapest uh, Wix tier, Wix plan, right? Best value, they claim, is the unlimited for entrepreneurs and freelancers. Oh, like these guys, like they're so specifically catered to those types of people, the types of people that I'm talking about. Like freelancers, it's exactly what, yeah, all right. So unlimited bandwidth, 10 gigabyte storage, connect your domain. Fuck off, dude. Remove Wix ads, like, oh. All right, um, and it's unlimited for fourteen dollars. Uh, fourteen U.S. dollars that would be like twenty Australian. Oh man, yeah. the The hosting that I pay for is like thirty dollars a month Australian, and it's yeah. All right, oh, motherfuckers. All right, so what's business and e-commerce? Oh, if you want to be on e-commerce, that costs like eighteen U.S. dollars a month for basic, twenty-eight U.S. dollars a month for grow your business. Get the full suite for 38 like, oh man. All right, so, so, why is this, why, why do I talk about, oh yeah, so, um, for them, compared to like this, let's say you're on the $14 tier, so 20 Australian dollars a month, as opposed to paying $3,000 for a simple website, All right? If you get a designer to design, I don't know, a couple pages, get a developer to put that all together and run WordPress on their um, server. Yeah. As opposed to that, paying monthly and coming up with your own shit that you are proud of is a lot better, right? So that's why Wix still has a market. So that means we can never take that away from them. What are you going to do? Walk up to like a magician or walk up to a dancer who dances, who puts up videos of himself or herself dancing somewhere, like street dancing or whatever, and tell them like, you know what, I've seen your website, you should probably get a professionally made website, and they're like, oh yeah, 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 I was thinking about doing that, I want a, I want a good looking website, like if they say that, like if you're lucky if they say that, like the people who make their own websites on Wix, they're proud of that shit, they're, they are proud of their shit, seriously, they're so proud of that shit. Like, there's no way to talk to them about that. Like, anyways, they're like, oh, yeah, I, I know it's not professional, but I, I like what how it looks. And I'm like, no, come, all right, yeah, I'm not, fuck you then. So that's, yeah, but even if they are, agree to that, they're going to be like, how much? And you say, like, whatever. I'm like, what? No, right? Like, I've, I've, I've pitched websites to magicians. Never have I ever had a magician say yes. <laughs> they can't pay for that they cannot pay for that and even magicians who are like so who think they're so 
big. Like, oh, I do like cruise ship shows and like, like if you if you have a gig, like, would you, are you free for this gig? Like, how much does it pay? You can't probably they can't probably pay for me. Like, and your your shit sucks. Your tricks suck. Come on, you know you're not worth that. Like, who do you think you are, right? But they even them, if I give them a proposal price, none of them. I've had no one agree to it. No one. No one. I've had no magician agree to a regular professionally designed website price. Okay? Because they they cannot afford that. All right? They think they can, but then if they can, if they get the gigs, it's not because of the website, they think. Um, if they had a better website, they probably would have might have gotten more. But they got a good agent which can who can help them get all the gigs or do, go on tour. That's fine. Um, it's, yeah, so then websites are not as important, but then someone who, uh, the, the agency can help with the website or they can probably pay for a website and they're like the branding management tells them to get a proper website and stuff. And then that happens. That's why only less than a percent, that less than 1% of magicians have a website that looks semi-professional. 99.2% of all the other magicians out there are not. They don't. They don't have a website that looks even half good. It just fucking sucks, right? Everybody's like that. And I know this because I've been working with magicians for <laughs> decades, okay? And um, my daughter does dancing. She, she loves to dance. And um, I see a lot of dance-related websites as well. And the, the story looks exactly the same. What they end up with, the piece of fucking clusterfuck shit face fuck drunk what the fuck kind of visually impaired fuck shit that they end up with probably the same story it's probably the exact same story um and like artists especially artists even if they're on wordpress or divi or elementor or whatever they're like oh i'm an artist i'm i'm visually very picky like no fuck no design and art is different I've talked about this in the past, but design and art is different. If you think they are, you're wrong. That's it. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> because art is a form of expression. Design is a visual solution. It doesn't have to be visual, I guess. It's a solution. All right? Design is a solution. I think it's not just me. I can come up with lots of stuff, lots of you know, articles or papers about that art is just a form of expression you can do whatever the fuck you want as long as it expresses an emotion or it encapsulates emotion that's art you can do that design it has to have a purpose and it's finding a solution it's a very different thing some design can fall into art but if you tell designers like oh you're an artist like they're they'll, they'll say no all right, they'll probably say no. Uh, so, but the thing is, artists think that they know what thing, how things should look, and they end up with the worst pieces of shit websites. Also, like they, I've I have yet to see a good artist personal website. You know, so yeah. So those people, that it's just, the story's the same. The story is exactly the same. That's how they end up there. Which is why this episode is called Train of Consequences. There's a, a series of things that happen during a person's exploration into that hobby that, that ends up in Wix. So, like I keep saying, what are the solutions? So we're not going to be able to pitch a proper price. So that's out of the, out of the question. But... Just to make the world look a little better, what can we offer them? I think uh, there are things that we can do. Like, for example, and here are some solutions. First of all, at least go on fucking Squarespace. <laughs> Let's start with that. At least go on Squarespace. Squarespace looks a little better. It's a little harder to break Squarespace websites. So at least go on fucking Squarespace. Do I like Squarespace? No. Fuck off. No. Fucking no. But they do look a little better and they work a little better. They don't look as 
childish crayon scribbling shouldn't can't even go on the refrigerator types of fucking mess they don't look like that they look at least like a, a, a I don't know grade school kid just writing their name on a piece of paper it looks like that at least okay so at least go on Squarespace but um, so yeah, like if someone asks you, what should I do? Like I've heard Wix, like no, fuck Wix, go to Squarespace and they'll be happy, okay? They look way better than their competition, seriously way better than their competition just by going to Squarespace, all right? So that's one solution, all right? Another solution, set up, uh, setting up a WordPress on a shared hosting takes no time. Come on, you can help your friend do that, right? Um, what you can do is you can sell now don't go with like oh I'm worth like how much an hour like fuck off if you're gonna help those kind of professions take your ego throw it out the window you want a fancy word for that defenestrate your ego okay look it up and just work just go with like let's say like a tenth of your price and say all right I can do this and this and I'll leave you at that and then you can just I'll show you how to do this and then you can fill in the rest. A lot of people are happy with that. Now, if you're going to do that, don't give them free reign. Don't give them uh, page builders like Elementor or Divi or Beaver or Visual Composer or whatever the fuck else there is, right? Don't give them that. Give them a theme theme, all right? Uh, and also, if you think about it, WordPress default is also like a page builder already so that's just fucking yeah but give them a theme type of theme right like something that will actually have a structure and there's not much you can do to move things around so they cannot mess it up right even if they pick this god awful ugly cut color at least the structure's there okay so give them a theme that just works and not like, oh, I need to move this. Like with this page builder, you can do whatever you want. Don't do that, all right? Even people, self-proclaimed professional Divi developers or Elementor developers, the solutions they come up with is just the worst stupid shit that I've seen. I'm actually thinking of making uh, pay as much as you want uh, tutorial course on how to on best practices of putting things together because I've seen people use like negative margin try to put things together when they could have just taken out the padding. If that makes no sense, you shouldn't be developing, right? <laughs> Anyways, um, so you can do that, right? You can give them a well-established package that is pretty set in stone and give them a tutorial and show them where to change it. Now, even that is hard. Like I make uh, tutorials and walkthroughs and send it off to a client and they see uh, they watch a tutorial they log in and they try to change try to swap out an image now because I use Gutenberg what they need to do is just click on the replace button and then upload a new image and then click OK that broke the website they I don't know what they're doing that breaks the website they broke it in two hours well I don't know if it took them two hours, probably like 30 minutes from start to finish. They broke it and they're like, what's going on? Like, all right, don't, don't touch that. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> so, that happens. All right. So even tutorials can be hard. Uh, so it should be really set in stone, a, 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 an unbreakable website. There are some websites, some themes that is very set in stone. It's, it's a little hard to break, especially if you're just writing text on Gutenberg it works fine, okay? That kind of stuff, find something like that. That works great, okay? So what have we got right now? We've got Squarespace, we've got a, a very strict theme package that you can do, put together for them, and a tutorial set, right? And then just leave them to do with whatever they need. Third option is use their website as a portfolio, right? Which means uh, just do it for free or minimum price and i've done that for my first few of my friends of course the ones on wix refuse because they don't want to go to wordpress 
not not all of them. I've I've converted one friend from Wix to WordPress, and then he wanted to go to Squarespace. So I told him stop that. I'll make you a new WordPress website. And he said he'd pay. So I was like, okay, all right, that's good. So just pay me a few dollars, and I'm I'm fine. All right. And that that's what I'm in the process of doing right now. But I just want to keep him on my portfolio. So I'm fine with that. And you know, like if I do it in my free time, it's not too bad. And Sometimes I even use make use his design proofs that I've done to not only just practice design for myself, but I use that to um, develop, and then I use that in a course sometimes. So uh, it's fine; it works for me. So that you can do that as well, right? So there, so three solutions. Let's just summarize and go on to the next part of the podcast. It's already forty minutes of me hating. Wix and feeling sorry for uh, the the visually impaired um, solutions. So to summarize, uh, a lot of people end up at Wix because they want to do it themselves and because they don't know what it should be like, and they don't they can't afford proper websites. Uh, just to say, just to add, not that paying for more gets you a good website because I've seen plenty of ugly websites that people were proud to get paid top dollar for. I don't know why. Like so fucking ugly websites that are properly paid for. So it's not just the price, but still price can usually help end up with a slightly better website than at least Wix. Anyways, so that happens. That's the train of consequences where you end up at Wix. And then um, so the solutions that you can offer as a web developer or as a web designer is you can maybe tell them to fuck off and go to Squarespace. Don't go to Wix because, like I said, Wix is a lot easier to break. Not break, but make ugly websites. Wix, Wix is hard to make look okay. That's, that's the thing. And another solution would be to install, like use an hour of your time to install WordPress on a share on a good shared server. You don't need to go with like VPS. Those people are not getting a thousand hits a day. No. So shared server Bluehost is fine for those people, and just set them up with the cheapest hosting. Install WordPress. Install a theme that doesn't break easily. No page builders, and just be done with it. And then help show them how to do it, and then they'll be happy. All right, that's number two. Number three, uh, help them out with almost minimal cost and just use their website as a portfolio item for yourself and just feel happy that you've helped them. You know, it's sometimes it's good to do that. So those are the three solutions that I think for that we can offer for uh, the Wix prisoners. And yeah, I think, um, I think that was... That makes sense, right? Cool. All right. Let's uh, let's move on now. I have a few articles and a few um, resources, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start with. Um, I don't think I have any articles today. No, I don't have any articles today. So. We're just going to go to the resources, all right? All right, I'll see you after the jingle. And we are back from the jingle. Okay. Um, jingle. That's right, right? Yeah, jingle. All right. Uh, number one for this, for today, uh, the first, um, resource for today is called the hero generator. What? The hero generator? What is this? So what this is, is it's, it makes, uh, HTML code for it makes a code for the a hero section. So what it does is it just has a background image and a big title and a button. And that's it. 
you can go without a button or you can add a button. And then you can change the image by uploading a new image and you're done. You can change the gradient color as well over the overlay of the gradient and um, it generates a code. It's just really simple, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's really interesting. I, I found this on uh, Reddit and I thought it was really interesting, uh, the, guy who, the person who made this, and um, I just thought it's worth playing with. And it's not like it's going to give you anything super awesome or anything that's, you know, unobtainable, like unobtainium. <laughs> you know, you know, um, Avatar, the movie, not the, not the good Avatar TV series with The Last Airbender, but Avatar, the James Cameron, I Blew Myself movie. Do you know, you, I, there's a lot of references there. The I Blew Myself is from Arrested Development, from the Blue Man Group. Anyways, <laughs> if you don't know what that is, watch Arrested Development. Tobias Funke, Funke uh, is a therapist. Um, anyways, it's an analyst and a therapist. So he's a, a novelist. It's not anal rapist, it's a null rapist. <laughs> just, just, you gotta watch it too. Anyways, sorry. All right, so, um, where was I? Avatar, why did I go to Avatar? Um, unobtainium, yeah. So in Avatar, uh, the, um, the minerals they're looking for is called unobtainium. It's just a little bit on the nose. Like, what the fuck, you know? All right, so yeah, the hero generator. So that's, check it out it's it's it looks it looks fun so that's that's good all right next um what is this Ooh, uh 40 free html landing page templates okay let's say you are setting up a static html site for uh, an artist friend or probably not artist because he would the artist would probably want to show their art so they need multiple pages um, but let's say, for example, um, a one-page landing page, a one-pager for um, a magician. Yeah. So what you do is you download an HTML landing page, and you swap out the images, change some text, upload the HTML package there, you're done. You can do that. So you can download it from here, 40 free HTML templates, uh, landing page templates from dev.to. So that's cool. They've got a bunch of stuff here. A lot of them are for um, startups and not necessarily like the um, creative hobbies, but still you can change them out, I suppose. And it's fucking free. You can use that, right? Yeah. Okay, um, next is free front end. I, you can tell I go to free front end quite often because there's a lot of really smart, clever, uh, creative people out there who come up with really interesting uh, stuff stuff <laughs> and here what they have is 11 CSS speech bubbles what speech bubbles yeah you can you can if you have like a really I don't know an interest um, not interesting a really what's a good word uh, quirky? No, not quirky. I, I, I don't want to say interesting because that's not the word. Um, quirky is not, uh, you know, like, um, personable or cartoonish. I don't know. Like, a funky? Funky, maybe? Website. And you can use these speech bubbles as either a tooltip or as, like, testimonials. You know, there's a lot of ways that you can use that. So, speech bubbles. And most of them are just, just plain CSS. So all you need is the HTML and then swap out the text and then add the CSS and you get a really interesting, a very uh, new approach to quite, quite, quite well designed in most cases, a really nice approach to um, uh, speech bubbles or testimonials. So I think that's worth checking out. Yeah. All right, the last one, uh, we're on the last one. It's, I'm thought I was going to end quick, 
but it's still 50 minutes already. Um, last one is helpmedecidepleasecom Now this website is pretty bare bones. There's nothing else but just um, text, no images, nothing. But it's fun. It's help me decide. Like, what should we call your decision? For example, what should I have for lunch? And then you put that in there. And then you go to the next one. All right, let's say, for example, which web host, web creation tool should I use? And submit that. And now that's your main question. You get to add the choices. Wix and submit and number two Squarespace submit um, Drupal submit WordPress submit I'm done entering my choices and now um, what do you need to consider um, and it just goes like for example like health or convenience let's go with convenience think about convenience how convenient is it is it Con V knee there you go. Super important. Yes, it's super important. Submit. That's enough to consider. There we go. Is Wix convenient? Four to best and one to worst. Two. Squarespace convenient. Three. Drupal convenient. One. WordPress convenient. One. Calculate the best choice for you. You end up with Squarespace. Squarespace wins. <laughs> See? That kind of stuff. So it's interesting. It's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. So it does some calculations for you. You can add more factors and you can, it can be a lot of fun just thinking about it and then it calculates the choice for you. It's just fun to play with. All right. So at least I'm not over an hour, you know? All right. So I think that's about it for today, and I will see you, not see you, but I will sort of talk to you um, next week. Okay, take care, wash your hands, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.